Hello you guys, this is Dustin the Blind Minnesotan. Today I want to talk about St. Cloud, Minnesota because it's a nice place for people living off social security to live. Um, We all know recently living off social security and working part-time has not been working for a lot of disabled people in the United States. I'm talking about people in New York, people in San Francisco, people in LA, people in Seattle, Washington, um, you know, people in Austin, Texas, people in Dallas, Texas, blind people in Miami, Orlando, you mean? Um, Tampa, Chicago, New Orleans, you mean these big cities are struggling. And I want to introduce you guys to St. Cloud, Minnesota, where I'm from, and the suburbs of St. Cloud, Minnesota. So then you can kind of know what to kind of expect. And then, you know, if you need some place to live that's on public public transportation access and um, still a small town, plus it's affordable on Social Security to live, you can check out the St. Cloud area. I grew up in a small town called Waite Park. It's a suburb of St. Cloud. And um, I grew up in a trailer park called Bowclay Acres. It was, it was next to a park called Cory Park in Waite Park, Minnesota. And um, what the Cory Park was, the Cory Park was um, an old granite mine that was turned into a park where kids can go swimming, where they can go biking, and where they could go enjoy nature. Being a teenager and living next to a big park like that was amazing. Um, and then, so the, the tra- so the park was in front of my trailer park. And then behind my trailer park, there was a bunch of cornfields. And then, and then to get in the town of Way Park... You had to go on this small two-lane road from my trailer park that went around the park that was in front of our trailer park. And then that road took you all the way to town because what separated our trailer park from town was the park. So it was a good about half an hour drive to get to town from where we lived. Um, I went to elementary school called Discovery. And then I went to, when I got older, I went to North Junior High School, that's in St. Cloud. And I did one year at Apollo High School, that's also in St. Cloud. Well, Discovery is in Way Park. Um, with St. Cloud, the St. Cloud metro area, the closer you live to St. Cloud State University or the University of St. Cloud 
or St. Cloud State. All the different ways you can call it, the better your public transportation is. Because St. Cloud, Waite Park, Sartell, that's a suburb of St. Cloud, and Sock Rapids, that's another suburb of St. Cloud, are all kind of funded and surviving because of the university. So in the heart of downtown St. Cloud, it's the university, the courthouse, the county office, a bunch of apartments, a Target grocery store, a Coburn's grocery store, and and a bunch of apartments and a bunch of bars. And um in the downtown bus station. So a lot of the and then there's a jail. Um there is the St. Cloud Times newspaper. There is a bunch like two radio stations. Like the like the the companies that keep the area running and functioning is like downtown St. Cloud. And then and then we have a lot of mom and pop businesses for the college students to shop at in downtown St. Cloud. And then there's a bunch of apartments kind of built around the town town area. So when college students are not going to the university, they can they can take the bus from the university to all the bars, the restaurants, the government centers, the jail, and all that that that's right next to the university. And then from the downtown train bus station, they can get out to the Crossroads Mall and Wait Park. That's a, that's like it's like a mile big indoor shopping area. They can get to the shopping area in Sartell. And they can get to the shopping area in Sock Rapids. So if like you live near the shopping area in Sock Rapids, you can hop on the bus to get to downtown St. Cloud. If you live near the shopping area in Sartell, you can get to the downtown St. Cloud. If you live in near the shopping area in Wade Park, that'll be the Crossroads Mall, you can um, take the bus into downtown St. Cloud. So how downtown St. Cloud's buses goes, goes, so pretty much if you live in the suburbs of St. Cloud, you have to kind of drive or bike to the shopping, that area shopping mall where there's a giant transit station. And then once you hop on that transit station, that's when, that's when they'll take you through a bunch of single family neighborhoods go past a bunch of strip malls that's that's located between that major shopping area and downtown St. Cloud. You mean and then the buses will take you to downtown St. Cloud where you can hop on a different bus to go to whatever direction you need. So um it's not as big as like you know like or tense as like the bus system in Minneapolis or the bus system in St. Paul. The bus system in Minneapolis and St. Paul is super complicated according to the one in St. Cloud. Because the one in St. Cloud is pretty much just meant to get everyone that's outside of downtown St. Cloud to downtown St. Cloud. But and then but 
And then, but be lucky on that bus, on those bus routes, there's like Colburn's grocery stores, there's strip malls full with dentist's offices, massage parlors, a bunch of Targets. There's even a Walmart on the bus route that goes between a major city and St. Cloud. We'll get deeper to that in the story. And then, um, so between, on the bus routes, of course, there is like major things like you can you can get to, you know, but I'm just telling you the main purpose of the bus. And then they have a service called Dial-A-Ride. And Dial-A-Ride is just for disability people with disabilities. So what Dial-A-Ride is, like you call them three days before you need to go someplace and you tell them, hey, this is the time I want to be there. This is the time I want to leave. And what you want to do is you want to give them half an hour early. So it'd be kind of like you tell them, be, hey, I need to be there at eight. They're going to, they're going to, they're going to make you exactly on eight or they're going to make you late. And I'll, t- and I'll tell you why. Um, so be kind of feel like you need to be someplace at eight. You tell them 7.30 or seven because they can be late up to a half an hour to pick you up. So be t- so if they pick you up late and they have to, and by the time they get traffic and stuff, they're going to get you to your destination late. So a lot of times the latest they are is about half an hour. So when I have, so when I lived up in St. Cloud, when I told area, I told them I needed if I need to be somewhere at seven thirty, when I needed to really be there at eight. So then if they show up late, they're I'm just getting there in time, or or if or if they get me there in time, hey, I'm at least a little bit a little bit early. So it'll be ten if like, and then the issue with. Dollar ride is they have to make sure that you can get into the building, and if you can't get into the building, they don't they they'll take off and bring you back home. So be tend if like your dentist's office opens at eight, you don't want to be there right at eight. You want to be there between eight thirty and nine at the earliest. So then when like so when like your bus drops you off, the dollar ride, when like even if they get you there early. You, you're able to get in the door and they don't have to take you home and then like you miss your appointment. So dial ride, it's not like my favorite public transportation network, but at least if you have a disability, dial a ride can at least get you places where the city buses can't. So you at least have that service. And then um, in Minneapolis, in St. Paul, the, that met, the major metro where I live, uh, that service is called Metro Mobility. So if like you're listening to, from the Minneapolis-St. Paul Metro, our, our version of it's called Metro Mobility. And then it kind of follows the same rules as Metro Mobility. And it has the same problems as Metro Mobility. If you're listening from, from Fort Myers, Florida, a similar service will be called Passport, the one that John leads. So it's also similar to Passport in Fort Myers, Florida. So it's kind of like a ride hailing service just for people with disabilities. But if you don't have a disability, you have to take like the city bus. Um, 
that takes that, you know, that takes that major roads and then stops. In St. Cloud, you can tell in the St. Cloud area, you can tell where the poor neighborhoods are and the rich neighborhoods based on their bus stops. Because a lot of the poor neighborhoods that the buses up in the St. Cloud area run through, like the city buses, they'll just have a sign that says transit and then and the num and the bus number that goes through there. And then you stand there in the grass waiting for the bus to kind of show up. And there's nowhere to sit. A lot of the wealthier cities that have in the wealthier neighborhoods that in the that the area where the St. Cloud metro area buses run, there you can tell because they'll actually have a bench. Every like major bus stop will have a bench. And um and, and the benches are normally paid for by advertisements on the benches and they'll have like a pole and then like you know they'll have a bench and you can lease it on a bench. Um the very, very wealthy areas on the St. Cloud bus bus line, um, they have like a glass sheet, like a glass hut with with a button with a heat lamp in it. So you can sit in the heat lamp and push the button in the winter and the heat lamp will warm you up as you're sitting waiting for the bus. And then the snow will not hit you in the wind because you're sitting in a glass hut. So then you know, and so then when like you're up in St. Cloud looking at neighborhoods that are along the bus line, you can tell how rich the neighborhood is based on kind of their how much money they're putting into their bus shelters. Because when like I was taking when my dad used to have to drive me from from Belclay Acres to town. Um, and I would take the bus from our neighborhood where the where I could catch the bus all the way to the Crosswoods Mall in downtown Wait Park. Some neighborhoods were going through Wait Park. They were the poor. They were they were poor neighborhoods, and they just had signs and you just stand in grass. And then some of the neighborhoods were going through on the way to Crosswoods Mall. I would see they're wealthier and they have the glass like structures. And then, like, we're going through, and then some of them have just the bench and the sign. And then once, once, once you get to Crossroads Mall, that's only one stop. And then, like, and if you don't want to get off there, just hop on the bus, keep staying on the bus, and then the bus continues all the way da- to downtown St. Cloud. Um, and then, but to me, when I was a teenager and I had, was visually impaired and had to take the bus... I never really took it all the way to downtown St. Cloud because, you know, downtown St. Cloud's where the naughty college students lived. Where they're drinking, they're partying, and blah, blah, blah. And when you're under 21, you're not going to go to an area where, like, where, like, you're going to be bored. But my cousin lived lived in St. Cloud, and she took the bus and she kind of reported the same kind of situation. But my cousin, she's not disabled. She doesn't just like driving. And then when she took the bus up there, the city bus up there, it um, 
um, she had the same, she realized the same thing like I did, but she lived in St. Cloud, in St. Cloud, and St. Cloud has a higher population than even the outskirts of St. Cloud than where I lived in Waite Park. So the bus services in St. Cloud were a little bit better than Waite Park was because St. Cloud has more people. So, so that they have more money to fund the buses, to use the bus, more people to use the buses than where, where I lived growing up. So, so then, um, so then she saw kind of the same things like the richer neighborhoods had nicer bus infrastructure, the poor neighborhoods had worse bus infrastructure. And, um, but, the surprising part is if you lived in a poor neighborhood, the buses would come more often. So because I lived in a wealthier um, neighborhood, because Waite Park what is it's a suburb, is wealthier than some areas of St. Cloud, um, because things in Waite Park are newer, they're bigger, they're shinier, they're like the apartments, the homes, so they're more expensive. So because Wade Park, where I lived, have richer people, a lot of people didn't take the bus. So in Wade Park, the bus used to come to a stop every two hours. So when you miss one, you're like, you're screwed because you have to wait there for another two hours for the next bus to come. So then you have to be more, um, more good at time management. Well, in St. Cloud, where my cousin lived, some areas where she lived, the there were it was there was enough it was low enough low income people where the bus would come every hour, and then and then she lived in some areas where there's high enough incomes where the bus came every only two hours. So and then she lived in some and then she lived in some parts of Saint Cloud where people are so low income that the bus can make money coming every 30 minutes. So she, and then she told me that, that the bus system up there, you can pay with, you have to pay with coins or you can call the St. Cloud bus company and get like a special card where you can pay with tap. Like in the Minneapolis St. Paul area, we call that to, to we call them to go cards. And I have one where you go to metrotransit.com and you add money onto it like a gift card. And then when you walk on the bus, you tap it and then it goes bloop. And then it turns green and that means you paid. And then you can hop on the bus. Um, but St. Cloud has their own system. Like you can play with coins and cash and with a tap. But I don't know what it's called because when I left, when I lived there, they, they only took cash and coins. And then when I moved to the city, they, they already had a tap system. But up in St. Cloud, I, they're, suddenly, they're slowly putting a tap, a tap system on their buses. So, and then up in St. Cloud, um, you, they also have Uber. They, ha they have taxis because the drunk college kids that live in the suburbs, they still need to get home after they drink too much. So, um, and then the bus systems are sometimes not working when they want to go home or they don't have a bus in that area. So then they have to like Uber or taxi their way home. 
So there's a lot of taxis, there's a lot of Uber services in St. Cloud. Um, and then um, St. Cloud also has cheaper house costs. So if you want to buy a condominium or a townhouse, you know, like a house made for beginners or young people, um, you it's going to be cheaper up in St. Cloud than it is in other parts of the state. So because St. Cloud is a smaller town and not a famous city. So a lot of people don't know that St. Cloud even exists. And because a lot of people don't even know that St. Cloud exists, it's easier it's it's not as high demand. So it's easier for people to um find a place because there's not as much competition. And also a lot of people up in St. Cloud, they do retail jobs. They work at a lot of stores like Walmart, Target, Costco, Sam's Club. Um, they're janitors for the hospital. Um, a lot of minimum wage jobs. So... The good, so the negative thing is that area is not making a lot of money because there, most people there do minimum wage jobs. But the good thing is, if like you're on social security and you're trying to pay your bills off social security and working part time, the that's the environment that you need because these people are making nine hundred to one thousand five hundred a month and working. So the rents in St. Cloud and all that are going to be cheaper because the people there are making less money. So for you as a you as a disabled person on social security that's a good thing because um if you at least get between 850 and $1,500 worth of social security you can afford the rents and the housing costs that 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 everyone else up there is paying because they're getting the same amount of money. So um, the good thing is you'll be able to live. Yeah, the public transportation is not as good and more limited as here in the St. Paul, Minneapolis area. But at least you'll be able to live a more comfortable life because when I because sometimes when I need to go even here in Columbia Heights my public where I live and I'm like a first ring suburb of Minneapolis my public transportation is better than it would be up in St. Cloud but it still isn't 100% what I need so sometimes I still need to pay to Uber to places you know I mean, and I'm like, okay, I can take a two-hour walk there. I can take an hour bi biking there. Or I can just pay $10 and say F it and just Uber it there. So so um, how I feel is as a blind, until the federal government says blind and visually impaired people can use self-driving cars, 
we're going to have to rely on Ubers and Lyfts to get us places where our public transportation system can't get us sometimes. And then services like Dollar Ride, Metro Mobility, Passport, like for example, those disability like cab services, sometimes they're not reliable either because the state has only has so much funding for that service. And then they only have so many drivers. And then the and then the, there's so many disabled people that need them that there's not enough workers and drivers for everyone in the disabled community to use that service. And then they're going to get denied getting to the doctor or denied getting to work and stuff because there's not, even with city bus drivers, there's not enough bus drivers to, to have one show up every half an hour. To have, you mean... The only way for that to for America for us to fix our public transportation system is for this for the federal government to allow the people with disabilities to have self driving cars. So then people with disabilities can just hop in a self driving car no matter where they live and stuff, and the self driving car can just drive them to wherever where where they need to go, lowering the demand on plate on services like metro mobility, dollar ride, passport and then those drivers will have less clients and then they'll be able to handle the flow of disabled people who don't have the money to handle all the disabled people who need the service and then those low-income disabled people, they can finally get, have reliable public transportation no matter where they kind of want to go. And then, you know, um, then they can get money to buy self-driving cars. And eventually, maybe only senior disabled people might need public transportation only. You know what I mean? So, and also I feel like public transportation kind of restricts where disabled people can live and have their best lives possible in like major cities like Minneapolis and St. Paul. So in Chicago and all these other major cities. So if you move to an area like St. Cloud, embrace their, the, the public transportation they do have. And if it doesn't, and if, if you need to go someplace where it doesn't work, you just have to Uber it. But... The trade-off is you're going to have like you're going to have your own condo or you're going to have your own townhouse that you can afford the payments of with your social security. You can or you can have a really nice apartment, you know what I mean, for the same cost. So what I'm just pretty much trying to say is, you know what I mean, if all the, if we follow people's advice and all disabled this all disabled people moved into Minneapolis, St. Paul, Chicago, and these major cities, and we all started using public transportation, The um, it won't be enough drivers and the system will technically collapse. So we need disabled people to move out to areas like St. Cloud that just have bare bones public transportation, not a lot of people. And then if the public transportation is not working the day they don't, 
they can't they that they need to leave the house they just have to uber it and then they can cuz cuz for that negative negative price of ubering it at least they're living in a nice safe and affordable community because us disabled people we can't just let society shove us in these big gray skinny buildings in like downtown Minneapolis and say and have them say oh you have to rely on these major city buses to get you everywhere and then um then when they fail when they when the system fails cuz too many people are too many disabled people are taking it cuz there's not enough funding and not enough drivers and then 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 the fucks over disabled people cuz too much disabled people is using the the little public transportation system and then everyone's fucked so it's good for us disabled people to move out into College towns like St. Cloud, Alexandria, Fargo, North Dakota, Mankato, and then um, live near the college campuses, take the college public transportation systems for the college students, and then wherever where the buses can go, just Uber it. Um, because, and then if... And if we need more money, we just protest and tell the government, hey, you need to raise our social security checks because we live in suburbia where you need cars because living in town is too expensive and we, there's not enough funding for public transportation. And if you don't want to fund public transportation, we need bigger checks so we can Uber and stuff. And you mean, and we'll just go up that ladder. So... So St. Cloud, moving to St. Cloud will have some drawbacks when it compared living in a major city for the public transportation. But when you're thinking about it for the you can get better a better place to live for the cost, you mean and have basic basic public transportation access, it's it's worth it. Um and I know what I just said is sometimes confusing for some of you. And the I was talking to Aaron Richmond, who runs the Aaron's Opinion podcast. Um, and me and him have a disagreement on that because he feels like the more disabled people should live in town. I feel disabled people should kind of move out to the suburbs or move out of town and and rely on Uber and and taxis and stuff because for what I'm paying living here in Columbia Heights, the first ring suburb, I'm getting a more comfortable lifestyle than if I would what than what I was doing staying in downtown Minneapolis but having more access to public transportation. And also if you do like get Walmart Plus, if you download the Walmart app onto your phone and you get Walmart Plus you don't have to worry about taking the bus to the store or taxiing to the store because the store will come to you. Um, but that's why I kind of – so if like you live in St. Cloud, for example, and you live on one of their few – St. Cloud area, like what I did in Wake Park, and you live on one of their few bus lines. But the bus line 
the bus line you just takes only runs Monday through Friday. And it only takes you to the Crossroads Mall, right? And you walk in and Target does not, because that Target doesn't have all the food you want. Well, what you do is you just bust to the Target, get the food that, that, that they do have that you do want. And then whatever you can't get there, you just order from the Walmart app with, with your Walmart Plus membership. And then all the food will, that like you couldn't find at the Target that you do want will be then delivered to your house. Um, and then your spouse who can drive then can go to Walmart owned gas stations and also save money off gas. So when, so even if you live in a place like St. Cloud and you realize like how many food and stuff is not going to be as convenient while well, you can get something like Walmart plus and then have food delivered to, to you. So that, um, I wouldn't, I would not buy, I would not encourage you guys to get to buy things through Amazon, food through Amazon, because all the food from Amazon, at least here in Minnesota, comes from Whole Foods, and they're like super expensive. So that's why I'm encouraging you. It'll actually save you money if you went with a Walmart Plus subscription, and then and then when like you get your food delivered to you, it's all coming from Walmart. And then the Walmart Plus subscription also does things like TV, furniture. You also get discount off off a off the Walmart streaming services, the Walmart phone plan. Walmart now owns a gas station chain, and you can save money on gas at the Walmart gas station chain. You can also, even if you're not a Sam's Club member, you can also with the Walmart Plus because Walmart owns Sam's Club. You can also get gas at Sam's Club if you're a Walmart Plus member. So, um. So then you know that um, you can – so then if you move to St. Cloud, you don't have to worry about, okay, there's no – the only places on my bus route are high-end grocery stores that I can't afford. Well, and, well, you can just get Walmart Plus and get the food delivered to you. And then you can still live in St. Cloud area, take your bus, bus to the doctors and all that stuff. And just have a nicer standard of living um, than you can get living here in town. And I'm um, in St. Cloud area. I have a bunch of family up there. I have plenty of medical options. They're, they have a com- company called Centra, Centra Care. And that's in downtown St. Cloud Trust me, the buses will, the buses do go there. It's a clinic, a minute clinic, a hospital, all in the shoved in one building. So you can get you can get all your medical needs done. St. Cloud area has like dentists on the bus line. They have um, vision places like Pearl Vision. Best Buy is 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 in a strip mall outside of. Um, Where's it? Crossroads Center, the big shopping mall in Wake Park. There's a Best Buy out in the strip mall outside of the mall, so you can always take the bus to to that mall. If you live in the Wake Park area, get off, walk across the street to Best Buy. You mean there? There's Costco now up in Saint Cloud, and then if you're disabled and you qualify for Dial a Ride, you can get to like places like Red Robin. 
that's not on the bus line, but you can at least get there. You can get to a place called Texas Roadhouse, another restaurant. It's not on the bus line, but if you're disabled and you qualify for Dollar Ride, you can get to places also in the St. Cloud area that are not along the bus line. Um, you can get to Val's. You can get to Five Guys, um, Costco still, Colburn's. Ashley Furniture, it's not on the bus line, but you can get there. Home Furniture, um, I don't know if they have a Becker Furniture yet. And there's like f- over four hotels in St. Cloud that some of them are not on the bus line. But if you want to work there, you can please take the dial ride service to that hotel and you can clean the hotel rooms and make meals or whatever kind of the hotels kind of need. So there's plenty of job opportunities. And like if you don't want to work in retail or in the hospital or in food industry, you can also work in like the hotel industry. So there's plenty of jobs for disabled people to do. Um, There's plenty of places for you to go because some of the hotels in St. Cloud May Park area and Sartell and um, Sock Rapids areas, They'll let you, you don't have to, to use the swimming pools and stuff at the hotels. You don't need to stay the night. You can just pay them for a day pass and you can enjoy the pools and stuff at the hotels with the day pass. Because if you're able to survive off your social security and maybe get a part-time job, you know, you can, you can access, you can pay for a day pass at the hotels. Or if you work at the hotels, they might let you swim there for free. And then you can have access to swimming pools and stuff. There's also YMCA in St. Cloud that gives discounts to disabled people and veterans. Um, I wish we had a YMCA here in the Minneapolis and St. Paul area. But the issue is the YMCA is getting beat up, beat up by Planet Fitness and Lifetime. And Anytime Fitness and Snap Fitness. Because in here where I live... There's not a lot of space, and there's just a bunch of strip malls. So all these smaller gyms are taking up the strip malls, and 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 so and so there and so if even if YMCA buy a bunch of land homes, knock them down, and build a building, it's it's going to it's going to hard for them to compete with all the strip mall gyms that are cheaper and all that stuff. But up in St. Cloud, there's also like, but in St. Cloud. Because it's a suburban place, it's a suburban town. They have space for a YMCA, so that's why they have a YMCA. They have a Planet Fitness. So, but if you're a person with disabled who's disabled, um, you can go to the YMCA, and um, and they'll give you a discount because a lot of YMCA's give disabled people and veterans a discount. I don't know how much, but. And then you can have access to a swimming pool, rock climbing wall, and all that stuff. And if you don't want that stuff, you can just still go to, they have a Planet Fitness and all up there that's on the bus line. Or you can take, or remember, you can Uber it there, take, dial a ride to get there. Um, and um, they also have a thing called the Jefferson bus. And the Jefferson bus will take you from, St. Cloud, all the way to Minneapolis, all the way to St. Paul. It'll take you northward to Duluth, 
northward all the way to Fargo, North Dakota. And then they can take you even to Mankato and Rochester. So if you want to go to the Mayo Clinic, you just pay for a ticket, hop on the Jefferson bus, and they can take you out of St. Cloud. So once you move there, you're not like stuck there forever. Um, you know, and then also St. Cloud also has an airport where it's not on the bus line, but you can take like dial a ride to get there or you can Uber there. And then from there, you can get flights down to Fort Myers, Florida, to Naples, Florida. There's flights that take you to Arizona. Um, there's flights now that take you to Europe. Um, all out of like the St. Cloud Airport. So, um, and then with the St. Cloud Airport, it's such a small airport. If enough people like down up in St. Cloud say, hey, we want this kind of flight, a lot of times they will accommodate for the flight that you want. And the St. Cloud Airport's so small that it's a very accessible airport. Um, it's more accessible than the St. Paul and Minneapolis Airport and a lot of other airports in the United States. So, yeah, so, you mean, it's Saint, the St. Cloud area of St. Cloud, Waite Park, Sartell, and Sock Rapids. It's a very good place, full of nice parks. A lot, the only place that charges you for parking in St. Cloud is downtown St. Cloud because all, all the college kids bring so much traffic. That if they didn't have if they didn't have parking charges, the the college kids will never go home. Um, but and then be lucky. But the good thing is, if you lived close, the closest you live, closer you live to the to the campus, the better the public transportation is going to be, and the more activities you're able to get to, for cheaper. So, um. And I and sometimes hanging out with college kids are nice because they keep you youthful. They keep you full of energy. They keep you full of hope. So um, so sometimes hanging out with the college kids on a campus is not bad. Um, on my Dustin Lindbergh YouTube channel, I created like a video version of this that shows that shows you the physical where it's along the highway where it is compared to Minneapolis and St. Paul so if you want to figure out more more of the visual stuff go to Dustin Lindbergh on YouTube and you will see my YouTube video um where like you can see um the stuff I showed on screen um this is more of the audio version of that video. So that's why you like Dustin, why you're not being so detailed of where it is and stuff. Because if you go to the YouTube video or if you go on a Google Maps and just type in St. Cloud, Minnesota, you'll, you'll see exactly where it is. Um, and then um, also another thing about St. Cloud is... It's a lot of diversity up there. Um, we have up there. We have Hispanics from like Mexico, Central America, and South America, and Cuba and Puerto Rico. We have the Somalian Americans that are from you know Somalia and Africa, 
and then and then and then we're and then St. Cloud starting to get a lot of people from like Libya, Cameroon, because they're going, they're moving to St. Cloud because it's cheap, and they're going to school at St. Cloud State. Um, and then um, St. Cloud also has a technical school called St. Cloud Community and Technical College. So if you're people like me who value the trades and who wants everyone to be welders and and carpenters and build homes and able to fix things and make a lot of money, because the trades make a lot of money. There's also like a trade school up, the, up there. So you can actually, if you're sighted enough, you can go to school and it's right on the bus line. And you can go there and get in the trades and make a crap ton of money. Um, and don't be broke like me because I went to the IT industry. And now the IT industry is laying everyone off because they're replacing us with AI. So don't join the IT industry. Um, go join the trades. Don't, you know what I mean? Um, and then... Um, I have people up there are friendly. Like when you go to downtown St. Cloud on a, on like, don't go on a Friday, Saturday or Sunday night because you're going to get all the drunk, nauseous people there. But if like you kind of go to like on a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday night, you're going to get normal people at the bars and stuff. And then you're going to get really friendly people that are going to make you very happy that you moved to the St. Cloud area. And then um, I hope that this podcast was informative. And I hope that you guys take what I say seriously. And I hope you guys have a good day. And please check, please reach, go to Research St. Cloud online. And um, remember, everything you read online isn't true. And come check out the city sometime. I hope you guys have a good day. Bye-bye.